praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you all tonight to Bible study. It's a thing of joy and privilege for us together to share the joy of the word again tonight. But tonight we're going to be studying the word of God. It's great to be here again tonight to bring you God's word. Uh, I want to appreciate you all. Um, we're listening to the Bible study for today, Thursday, um, from the church at Oba, Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, by the grace of God, I'm the pastor, and um, sharing with you in love, in grace. Um, let's pray. Father, we thank you today. We give you praise. You are faithful to us. Thank you for deliverances. Thank you for your help. Thank you because we have been led. Lord, today we approach your word reverently and with joy. Open our eyes and may behold wonderful things in your word. Lord, strengthen us to be led by you always and all day. Cause your light to shine on us. Cause us to be strong in you. Established and planted. Your word says those who are planted in the courts of the Lord shall flourish also in the house of God. Lord, because... Your word is a seed, as it's planted in our hearts today, it will also flourish according to your word and our spirit in us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, and we give you praise and glory for we pray all to every thanksgiving in Jesus' name of prayer. Everybody said, Amen. Praise God. Um, tonight, I'm very excited to come again with us with the Bible study, and my heart is full tonight to share with us as we take a deeper dive um, in our studying of the word. Now, our text of study has been First Thessalonians chapter 3. Um, I believe this has blessed you a lot and it has opened your eyes to, to understudy the Bible. The Bible is not one big word, it's one very relevant word given to us for our learning. Um, one of the, the, the steps and the, the teachings of Bible study, when I mean bibliography, uh, or rather bibliology, bibliography is the, is, is the referencing of materials in studying in scientific research study. Uh, bibliology is a study of the Bible. One of the the arms of bibliology is that the Bible is understandable. Remember, I, I taught you that the Bible is complete. The Bible is inherent. The Bible is is God's breath. See, um, the Bible has uh, forty-four books. All right, um, all the stuff. But one thing you should know is that the Bible is understandable. The Bible is comprehensible. The Bible is inherent. The Bible is complete. The canon of the Word of God is complete. And so we, we look at the entire Word of God and, and build up ourselves in it. You know, Jesus was talking to the disciples in Luke 24. Bible says, and he opened their understanding that they may understand the Word the scriptures so scripture is understandable 
I've, I've heard people say, uh, I don't understand Bible when I read it. Um, it's unclear, right? It's no. Yeah, it could be unclear when the spirit of the word has not been opened unto you yet. So one of the things you know about the Bible is that the Bible is understandable. That's why Paul prayed in Ephesians 1. Uh, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So, we, when you study the Bible, Bible, make sure you get to a point where you ask the Holy Spirit to, to teach you. Um, Luke 24, 27, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Bible says, And he opened their understanding. You see, so... The Bible can be understood. So anytime you are studying the Bible and something is unclear to you, you can ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. In any case, He's our teacher. He will teach you and you will understand. And then, like I said to us, um, there are different aspects of studying the Bible. It is called, in the parlance of um, theology, it's called systematic theology that means that means um now i i, I won't give it in the order of the of, of how it comes but i'll give you um the whole view now in studying the bible we talk about bibliology that is the study of the bible um, it's a topic to be treated it's something we can we'll study we talk about theology the study of god who is god um, Jesus told them in Matthew 28 from verse 18, he says, Go to the whole world, he said, teach them, say, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son. And that, that word baptize means immersing them, praise God, teaching them the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, theology is a study of God, Christology is a study of Jesus, um, pneumatology is a study of the Holy Spirit, um, hamatology is a study of sin and the foundation of man. You know, and on and on, ecclesiology is the study of the church. Eschatology is the study of the end times. You know, and there are many other aspects too. But um, uh, soteriology is the study of salvation. These things are by now you should know them in your head because I've said them over. Okay, it's on the, on the, on the group. All right. I'm not even looking at that. All right. It's okay. And then I think what I've mentioned is um, um, angelology, sort of angels. And um, yeah, yeah, I've mentioned every other thing. So we have eschatology, we have um, ecclesiology, we have um, sociology, we have uh, uh, biblical anthropology, we have angelology, we have pneumatology, we have Christology, biology, and theology. All the things, don't mind the GGG, it's just a field of study. Anytime you hear something, biology is a field of study of life. Bio, all right, that's what it means. So um, these are things that in due course we'll take them, all right, but... One thing that is beautiful what we're doing, when you study the Bible, uh, especially when you take a book, and I told you you study the Bible in verses, or in chapters, or in books, or, or by character, all right, and, uh, or, or by dispensation, all right, or by covenant, whatever way you want to study it, all right, but there's no particular book in the Bible where all the teachings of the Bible is found. Um, basically, the whole scripture is a revelation of the will and the plan and the purpose of God. 
But when we study particular books, line by line, like we're doing, you will definitely come across every of the systematic aspects of studying the Word of God. What do I mean by that? As you study a book carefully, you will you understand you find God there, you find Jesus there, you find the Holy Spirit there, you find salvation story there, you find you find you find the fallen nature of man, you find sin there, you find the end times, you find you find you find you find the church structure, you find everything, you find it. And it builds you, it makes you a well-rounded believer. You know, some I've known, I, I, I know some denominations that all they preach and know is Psalms. Is Psalms. No, you cannot stay on Psalms alone and be, and be well groomed. It's like just eating Oha, or, or, somebody loves Oha soup, or just taking one particular kind of meal all your life. No, you won't grow well. You know, some, some people say they are, they are, they are specialists in deliverance. No, you can't. You can't be, a, you can't, there's no, there's no, there's no specialty in the Bible. Some people are, they are specialists in healing. You cannot, you can't heal without the power of Jesus, without the blood, without understanding who God is, without, you know, so, so when people start narrowing down, some people say they are, they are marriage specialists. How? What are you marrying? How can you marry, just teach marriage, marriage, everything marriage, some with their leadership? How? Some is just is, is nation building. How? No. Paul said, I have not shown in actually, I have not shown from declaring you to you how many? All the counsel of God. Some say I'm faith alone. No, you can't be faith alone. Some say I'm spirit. No, you can't be spirit alone. You must be faith, spirit, and everything the Bible says we should do. For there's no exclusivity. There's no specialty. You can narrow down on an area to teach some truth, but don't teach it as though that's the only truth that exists in the Bible. It will cause problem. It will cause you to, to, to err. And that's the reason when we study Bible like this, verse by verse, that's why you see for the past three months or four months, we've just been on first Thessalonians. Why? Because we are seeing deeper things in God. So for you to be a well-rounded believer, you must learn how to study the Bible well. And that's what we've been doing all this while. So I want to say that to you to let you know that we are, you are just doing the right thing. And in studying gospel like this, every other aspect of the Bible is revealed and opened on to you. Tonight, we're going to take a, a, a deep appeal um, to something very important in Christian teaching that is not, it's not so, so taught today. Um, and that aspect of Christian teaching is Christian suffering. You know, it's not taught. Jesus said, if you suffer with me, you will also reign or be glorified also with me. We talk more about the reigning and the glorification. Bible says in Romans, it says, it says for this, those that have received that 
abundance of grace. I think Romans 5:17, and the gift of righteousness shall reign in, in life by one Christ Jesus. Very factual. We are reigning. But Jesus also said, those that we that 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 we serve with him will also reign. So in that world, there's an aspect of suffering or identifying with him in the reigning. Amen tonight. Romans chapter 5. I want us to start from there tonight. Um, thank you, Lord. Okay, actually, I'm going to scripture that, 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 that says, Those who have received the bundle of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Alright, Romans 5.17. Alright. So he said, those who have received abundance of grace and a gift of shall what? Shall reign. Praise God. So we can stay here. This is true. But also, he says, those that suffer with him shall also work, reign with him. So he says, it's on the same plane. So as we receive the grace to reign, there's also the suffering to reign. They go together. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um... And Paul, let's talk with you this evening. Let's read First Thessalonians 3. Uh, let's take it from where we stopped. So, so we look at this and we know that there's some things appointed unto us um, as believers. Let's read from verse, now I want to read from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Um, Romans chapter number 3. Praise God. Um, let's read from verse 3. First Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 3. That no one of you should be disturbed and beguiled and led astray by these afflictions and difficulties to which I have referred. For you yourselves know that this is unavoidable in our position and must be recognized as our appointed lot. For even when we were with you, that's verse 4 from Amplified, you know we warned you plainly beforehand that we were to be pressed with difficulties and made to suffer affliction just as to your own knowledge it has since happened. That is the reason that when I could bear the suspense no longer, I sent that I might learn how you were standing the strain and the endurance of your faith. For I was fearful lest somehow the tempter have tempted you and your toil among you, uh, uh, among you should prove to be fruitless and to be of no purpose. So you see, he says, I, I, I was wanting to know how you were, you were coping under the strain of work of the persecution and the suffering. Now, if you look at Acts 17, there's no record of this teaching, alright? There's no record of Paul teaching them these things, praise God, because the epicenter of this church is Acts 17, when Paul came to Thessalonica and, and, and in for, for three weeks he preached and who God saved, but he left hurriedly because um, of, 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 the, of, the, of, the, of, of the mob action over him. So he left. So, but you see, in Galatians, sorry, now here in Thessalonians, we, we begin to see part of the things he taught them in those 21-day period. Hallelujah. He taught them that the believers will suffer. So, there's persecution, there's suffering with identifying with Jesus. You know, these things are not, to us, now this is strange to us. Because we don't, we don't, we don't see these things in our day. 
we don't we don't experience this nowadays. We 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 are in a time in history where 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 or we are in a part of the world where where we're not we're not being we're not being hounded for our faith. We're not being um, um, strained for our faith. We're not being um, um, boxed in and, 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 you know, killed and tortured for the faith. But in some other parts of the world, they are going through this time of trials, temptations, and persecution. So one thing I want to know tonight is that part of, the, of, the, of, the, of, 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 of what will come to the believer... Is the, is the trial of our faith. Amen. And I want us to know that and keep it at heart. Because at the end of this teaching, I, well, I, I, I don't really know how long we're, we're going to stay in, in chapter 3 and, and, and 4, 5, 6. But I'm going to trust God to help us. But one of the things that I will end with, alright, after I'm done in this teaching, is this. The lessons to learn. Is that one? Though we are not in the generation right now where people have been hounded, but we should know that people literally laid down their lives for this gospel, for it to have come to us. Therefore, we must hold the button well. Two, we should pray for Christians in the world who are in the in. In, in, in the line uh, um, of, 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 you know, of persecution in countries of the world. You know, I was studying today, looking at, at, at world countries that people are particularly Christians. You'd be amazed what's happening today in the world to believers. Not because of their, of their nationalities, but because they are professing to be, world, to be Christians. And so we pray for those ones. This is a lesson to learn. That's the end. I'm, I'm taking the end and I'm going to the beginning right now. And then the third thing that we're going to learn as a lesson is that though right now we are not being persecuted, we're not being tried for the faith, we're, we're not being killed, but expect it to happen very soon. Jesus said, a time will come when men will kill you and will think they are doing service to God. Blessed are you when men persecute you. Blessed are you when men, when men try you, when men excommunicate you, when men blackmail you, when men, you know, isolate you. But you see, let the isolation, let the punishment not be because you do anything wrong, but because you are suffering because of the sake of Christ. But I will take it up from there tonight so we can understand what God is saying to us. So let me read again verses 3. Um, to five in the King James Version. All right, if I let me read from verse two. It says that is first Thessalonians chapter two, chapter three, verse two. And send okay. Let me read from verse one. It makes more sense from verse one together. Wherefore, when we could no longer for forbear, we thought it good to be left alone at Athens because they were taking their own share of what the persecution. Paul and his companions, Paul and Timotheus and, and, and Silas, praise God, were taking their shares of the, of the burden for Christ. You know, there's, there's a burden we all to bear, praise God. There's, there's, there's a place, there's a weight we all have to carry. Are you carrying yours? Are you, are you bearing your burden? 
Paul, Timothy, and Silas, and all his companions were bearing their share, taking their share of this persecution. And so they were, they were, they were, they were, they, 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 they were left in Athens, and verse 2, and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God, and a fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. Why did they need comfort? Because they were under great strain. Hallelujah. They want that great strain. You know, <clears throat> Paul was writing in 2 Timothy. He says, For those that will live godly in this world, 3, verse 12 through 14, we'll read it shortly. He said, Those that will live godly in this world, will suffer persecution wow it means if you are not suffering yet if you're not experiencing the level now for instance where i live i'm being persecuted somehow um in that some folks feel that what does he think is he thinks he's the one that is that 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 is that knows how to feed people well because I'm just following God. I'm, I'm, I'm just being good to my neighbors. I'm just being good to those who are less privileged. I'm just showing them the love of God. Some people feel that, why should we be doing that? Are you saying we are not good people? Yeah, all right. And so in, in that case, they, they, they somehow technically, they are trying to, to avoid me. Yeah, I'm being isolated. Why? Because I'm following scriptures. For they that will live godly in this world, we suffer so much isolation. So if, 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 if everybody is just hailing you, that you are just everything, uh, check it. If everybody likes your approach, Jesus, he wouldn't be God. Many people in his day didn't like him. So those that will live godly, am I saying now, start looking for cutlass and be comfortable with the because you want people to fight. No. If you live like a believer, live in the world, you will go on head on collision with the world. Let me say it again. If you live by the standards of the world, you will go on head on collision with the world. It's not that what I said. It's very important. If you live by the strict protocol and the standard of the world, you will go on head-on collision with the world. That's what the Bible says. If you follow God's word as a young lady, you will go against your friends. The, you, you can't. The Bible says. The Bible says you, the, the, you, you can't be unequally yoked together because it won't work. Why? What? What are your priorities? Are means nothing to them, and therefore you will collide. Why? Because you are living godly in this world. This church faced difficult times. And Jesus taught about the suffering of the saints. Child of God, we will have to suffer if we are going to stand by the word of God. Let me run tonight, but I want to teach this very carefully. Because it's a teaching of Jesus. You know, from the very beginning, 
John the Baptist appeared on the scene. You know, he came to talk about Jesus. He's a foreigner. They sought to kill him. Every time people stand with the light, darkness fights. Amen. Every time people stand with the light, darkness fights. Do you know in your office, they can say, well, we want to do party. If you say no, they fight. That's persecution. You know, the people can come, let's go knife. You know, you know, you know. The said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, they are coming to take to, 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 to drink innocent blood. They says, come on, let's come together. Let's break their bond asunder. Let's, 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 keep, let's, let's drink innocent blood. There's conspiracy. Once you say no, you are blacklisted. Why? Not because you don't like the money, but God says money stolen or gotten through evil way will not bring peace to you at the end of the day. He says food stolen is sweet in the mouth, but when it gets to the tummy, it becomes what? It becomes gravel. So you know you can't steal to eat. Amen. And then you can't join that conspiracy. And so once you do that, you are going on head on collision with the world because you are light. And that's what it means to be persecuted. It says for they that will live godly in this world will suffer. So if you are trying to blend with the world, you are not working in the principle of the suffering of Christ. Jesus came himself. He was persecuted. You didn't know why Stephen was killed? Because it was it was a light. James was killed by Herod because he was the light. Acts 12. Peter was seized also in Acts 12. Paul himself. And all the believers in the world. And so we read in this scripture that as soon as Paul left Thessalonians, those who were not believers began to persecute them. Because of their professing Christ. You see, uh, I might start to build this up tonight as we read two scriptures. But one thing that, that is in, in, important that we should look at in this we are reading, in verse 3, it says that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. Someone say appointed. That means atiko in Yoruba. It means it's been written. Someone say amen. You know, whatever God appoints, you can't escape. In fact, when men begin to isolate you, you ought to begin to rejoice. So there's rejoicing in persecution. Rejoicing because you are you are being ostracized because of Christ. For there's a reward for that. I think it's in Acts 5. The Bible says when when disciples were were you know, asked for when they were beaten and, and strictly charged that none should preach again in the name of Jesus. Bible says, and they went back to the company word rejoicing. They were beaten. How do you rejoice when you are beaten? How do you rejoice when, 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 when your skin is being peeled, when, when your name is being maligned? You know, when, how, how, how do you rejoice when, when, when close friends speak here about it because you are not playing ball with them? How 
still rejoice. But Bible says we are called to rejoice in when men speak ill of us because of Christ. They rejoiced. Guess what? They were all beaten. These were adults. At least they were above 30 years old. And they were beaten mercilessly. In fact, Paul says, thrice I was beaten with rods. Seven times I was given lashes, 14 less one. That is 39, 39 strokes for what? For preaching. Beating, gain the opening. Why? But you see, they took that with joy because it's part of what we are pointed to. There is no way you can live as a believer and not be tried. And so we must prepare for it. We must pray for those who are on the front line in nations of the world that, 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 are, that are clamping down on, on Christians. We must pray that God will strengthen them in the midst of the pressure because the church is appointed unto it. Verse 4 says, For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulations even as it came to pass, as you know. For this cause, Lord God forbid, what we sent him of it because we didn't know. To find out how are you holding up in the in the in, in the, under the strain of this of this triumph. Sometimes some things are not going the way you plan them to go. Some plans you, you make didn't work the way you should go. You know, it's part of the trial, amen. How are you coping under the weight of it? It's strengthening Lord. So one of the victims of the faith is that we we will be we will suffer for Christ. Talk with me tonight to Revelations chapter two. Revelations chapter two. Revelation two. You know, sometimes you apply for a job or to bid for a contract, and they come to you and says, if you add. One man to it, who will give it to you. You will give that to the boss. You know it's difficult for you to do that. And because you know you can't do that, you lost that contract. Oh, God says rejoice because you are being persecuted for the sake of the word and the gospel. Turn it down. Someone says, don't worry, just marry me. Well, I have a wife, but don't worry. I will make you the, the second wife. Nobody will know, you know. No. Choose to suffer for the intent of the world not to be broken. Today, nowadays, you find you find you find believers marrying 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 non-believers and they see nothing to it. And in fact, they're in church. You say, Well, he's in church, I'm in my church. No. Though it's not palatable, you will lose the influence, you might lose the money, you might lose the connection. But guess what? This can be equally young with unbeliever. The moment you want to live godly, you have, there's a price to pay. Revelation chapter 2. I want to read verse 10. And I'll, and, and I'll make a few things out there as we go in this teaching tonight. But I want to know... The part of the teaching of the faith is the suffering. Suffering, not suffering, not having to eat, but suffering because of, of your profession of Jesus. 
Some things will not come your way. Some things will 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 will, uh, will technically be taken away from you because of Jesus. It will come. See, for dead unto we are appointed. Verse ten says, "Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer." Hallelujah. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you in print prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall be ye shall have tribulation ten days. But be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. The first thing he says that he says the things we shall suffer, and the word suffer there in the in the Greek word. Don't mind those big Greek words. But, but let me highlight something. It could make some sense to you. The word that means pisco pato patio. Don't mind those, those ivory words. But it means suffer. Jesus said, you will suffer. Someone say amen. Listen to our heads. There's suffering in the faith. You'll be rejected. You'll be blacklisted. You'll be blackmailed. So don't, don't count it anything. Count it as part of this. For there unto will be what? We've been appointed. It says you will be tried. The word tried there is the word perazo. It means you'll be scrutinized and, and by enticement. He will, he, will, he, will, he, will, he will check out your faith by enticing you so that you don't, you don't stand your ground. He will mount pressure on you to sin. Pressure. And the last word there is the word tribulation. It's the word lipsis. It means pressure and trouble. Now this trouble, this persecution is not, it's not, it's not what, 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 what happens to you because, um, uh, because there's dispute in the office. No, it's what happens to you because you are taking a stance for the word of God. You know, these things need to be clarified and I will do as we make progress. You see, the kind of persecution that Jesus said we will go through, if you look at the free Bible, is for his name's sake. It must be for his name's sake. That's what Paul said, when you, oh sorry, um, that was Peter said, when you are persecuted, don't be persecuted because you are a murderer or you are a thief. No, but because you love Jesus. So the distinction between this suffering is not suffering for typhoid or malaria. No, no, no. Or cholera. No, no, no. Or, 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 or what? It's a suffering because you are, you are, you are standing your ground uh, in defense of the truth of the world. Now, this one, this evening, I'm going to break it down into more to you. Your pastor says, there's nothing wrong, really wrong in fornication. There's a grace. I say, pastor, no. And next thing, they cut you off. Or someone says to you, a choir leader, after Riaza, let's go, let's go and date. I've heard of stories that choir leaders went to camp girls and in fact married women after so long a time. Now these things are happening. I know stories like this, all right? And then he comes to us and says, ah, after Beazal, let's go and come. He says, ah, no, I can't come. I'm not that. He stops featuring you in praise worship. Uh, your name is no more in the list. Happy are you. 
but that, that's a dangerous church to be. It does happen. Now, these are the things that we call Christian suffering. Amen. It is not, it's not, it's not because, because you're the tire puncher and the, no, no, no. It must be defined. Christian suffering, persecution that Christ is talking about, is when you are, when you are, you are, you are, you are attacked, you are tried, you are isolated, you are, you are chastised because you are taking a stance with the word. And so he says here, Jesus speak to the church in Simna. For if he said, fear not of those things which shall which he shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall uh, um, shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye and ye shall have tribulation ten days. He will work it out. You know when Jesus called the apostle Paul in Acts. Chapter 9, verse 16. Tell me that tonight. Acts 9, 16. Acts 9, 16. Hear what he said to him there. Acts 9, chapter 16, verse. He said, And I will show him how great things he must work, suffer for who? My sick. So the suffering is for the sake of Christ. So every believer who is, who, is, who is professing Christ in sincerity, if you live by the word of God, you must come, uh, um, uh, you, you, you must have an head on collision with the world. It's unavoidable. But every time the world vilifies you because of Christ, rejoice. And be glad that you are suffering because of him. In your compound, they are trying to make a meeting on how to sort power issue. And they say, well, let's convene this line. So, so we don't pay the normal fees to Nepal. And you are there saying, no, if you do that, I will go and report to Nepal. We must pay the fee correctly. You know that everybody come out will not come up and say, Well done, sir. Well done, sir. You might be surprised that the person that said so actually is a digging judge. The, 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 the reader of that might be, might be one, one, one Islamic shaykh or cleric or far or one, or one, or one well to do person. Uh, all right, but you see, because you are taking a righteous stance, praise God. He says, That what, oh Lord, have I hid in my heart that I not sin against thee? Say, I will not stand among those that will conspire to do evil because you are standing with the will of God. Everybody will now from that they do what would they clap for you? Would they say, Well done, sir? No, you will be blacklisted. They'll say, He thinks he, he, he knows more than us, they will tell you. I too know, but you are you are just knowing for the word. That what it means. To, and then you see, though at that point they might vilify you, but you have you have just you have just you have just spoken to them the will of God without even making preaching any gospel. You become a light of God. And so I want you to understand tonight that, 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 that Jesus mentioned this and Paul said it. And so we must, we must, we must, 
We must expect it to happen just like that. Praise God. Let me come tonight to see to, to, to read to you something in Hebrews. Talk with me that tonight. Hebrews 11, verse 25. I want us to read something there, verse 25 of Hebrews 11. Oh, glory to God. Hebrews 11, let's read tonight verse 25 of Hebrews 11. Um, and, then, and then before we close in this teaching, I will read verses 11 through 40, actually. It's a great read. But Hebrews 11, as we build up this evening, Jesus expects us. Hebrews 11 verse, um, let's read verse 25. All right. Thank you, Jesus. It says here, Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a sin. Who is this talking about? Moses. Moses chose. He had option to stay in the palace. He had option to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He had option to enjoy the 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 the, the privileges of, of you know of of of, of the king. Of the empire, Bible says, but it chose to suffer affliction with the people of God rather than enjoy the pleasure of word of sin for a season. Because everything you enjoy is for a season, but, but when we stay with God, we pray for Him for eternity. He chose it. And the word affliction in that scripture is the word sukamalio. It means to, to, be, to, to choose to be maltreated in the company of the saints. That is not what it means. There are times in your life when you must choose to be maligned with other believers who are standing with God. It's an act of cowardice to pull back when other believers are standing forward for the truth. Moses chose to suffer with them. You must choose to stand with believers who stands for the truth. Don't pull back. Amen tonight. Acts, 4, Acts 5, 41. Turn with me there tonight. Acts 5, 41. I made a reference to it earlier on and I made an allusion to this. But let's go again to that and read there. Acts 5. 41. Let me read here. Uh, praise God. He says, he says, um, let, me, if I, let me read from verse 40 of Acts 5, from, from, from verse 40. Say, unto him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus. You see again, that now the, the center of attraction for Christian suffering is who? Is Jesus. The purpose of the suffering, of the persecution, must be in the defense of the world, the defense of the gospel. So when you are defending your faith, when you are standing for Jesus and you are persecuted, that's where the blessing is. It's not when you are doing things that are wrong against the world and men of the world are chastising you. At that point, you are not suffering for Christ. You are suffering for your own wrongdoing. And in that one, there's no blessing. And I was just there in verse 40. And so when they had, when, when, when they had, they had commanded them that you shall speak in the name of Jesus, verse 1, and they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame. 
Do you know there's rejoicing when men shame you? Because when men shame you, then heaven glorifies you. When men shame you, then heaven praise you. When men shame because you are standing for Jesus, heaven rise up in ovation and says, right on, you are doing the right thing. Because it says, for we are surrounded with, with, a, great, with a great cloud of witnesses. You know, I told you a story. I mentioned it before. If you just make a point to what I'm saying tonight. I had a course to write an exam some years ago. And everybody around me were supposed Christians. And it's a norm. In fact, I've been called several times when I was in school to be a machinery. To write exams for people. In those days, there's a way to do it. You will snap. There's a passport, it's a way you probably will snap. After like one month, it will fade away. So it's done. And then they'll give us money. My friends used to do it. They come into one right, literature, government, English. Me, I wonder. I said, no, I can't. It's against the law of God. And so uh, they, they just left me in my corner. Then they called me names. You know, they call us then. God's righteousness. Holiness. Don't go near him. But deep down in their hearts, they knew that we were actually doing the right thing. Men were shaming us. We are, we're being alone. We're, we're like isolated. The, 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 the crowds were merged, you know, when they're going to parties and to film houses. I can't go there. And so, Lord, I, I, I will say a long time, Lord, how come I'm alone standing? You know, when they're going to, to, to you know, to, to joints where they sit down to drink and smoke, I can't go there because, because, because it's against, it's against Jesus. If I do that, I will disgrace Christ. See, I will pull down the gospel. I will pull down what Christ has done. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will nail Christ on a tree again. If I do that, I will bring shame to, to, to the faith. And so, I, 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 I remain in my soul. But guess what? They were shaming me, but heaven was actually glorifying me. However, it I didn't know it. God is letting us know tonight. So what it says there in the verse. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer for the name. Suffer shame for the name of Christ. They that will live godly in this world must suffer rejection from the world. You know, in these days, we don't hear things like this. And so we think that what we see is just, is just for us alone. No, we have, we have, we have caused some men who should, who should find their feet in Christ to derail. God is counting on you. If I, Bible says, he has appointed us thereunto. For that is how some people will hear the gospel. Because they see the gospel working in your life. They see you living for Christ. And your life is becoming word, a, 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 a judgment and a peace to them. To you is suffering. To you is not palatable because you seem to be alone. You seem not to be going um, as fast as your parents are going because they are cutting corners. You can't cut corners. Why can't you cut corners? Because Christ says you should be faithful. And so you are suffering because of Jesus. But how says rejoice. For thereunto we've been called. The church in Thessalonica suffered because of Jesus. Some of them were beaten up because they identified with Paul. Sometimes because you identify with a good cause. 
with, 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 with a good teaching. You are, you are called names. So, sometimes because you identify with, with me, sometimes you are, you are, you are seen as, as, as stubborn as Eddie. What is stubborn when you are following God's word? Amen. What is stubborn when you are following the spirit of God? When you are following the scriptures? You see, but sometimes men will, will, will blacklist you because you are just standing on the truth and the integrity of what God's word says. You suffer shame, but happy are you for the sake of Christ. My time is up tonight. I thought I had 30 minutes more. I have just 8 minutes. Wow. Okay, I'm just speaking of this evening, but it's okay. I will I'll begin to close a little bit tonight. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. Why do I look at the time? Oh, thank you, Jesus. But is it making sense tonight? It's all being blessed tonight. Now, let me end here. Let me end here. We are appointed to suffer. But not suffering cholera. Paul, this is cholera. Not suffering imprisonment for internet fraud. Not sovereign because you you want to use fake visa to travel as a believer. Say Lord, if I get there, I'll convert. You know, not 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 going to take drug. You are a Christian. You are you, you are trying to say we will put a drug in your bag. They will they will, they will package you and and and, and say no worry. When you come back, when you hammer, you pay tight. Uh, when you are caught, you are on your own. If I don't tell them you are a Christian. That is not the suffering that the Bible is talking about. The suffering is, is, is when, when, when the basis for the suffering is your stance for the gospel, your defense for the word, and your defense for the name of Christ. Bible says we are called there on to. And those that will live godly in this world will suffer. Hallelujah tonight. And so, if Jesus says so, then he must expect it. Praise God. If Paul, by the Holy Spirit, said so, we must expect it to live according to the word. So the church in this in this in this place, this place so we are we are looking at an, a very important part of our Christian work, the suffering and the glorification of the saints. You see that? I you see we can have press on every side. Troubled, not destroyed. Perplexed, not in despair. Persecuted, not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 11. The Christians are called to suffer. Desolated, to be rejected, blackmailed, spoken against because of your stands. Whoever will stand for Jesus, 
whoever will stand for the word of God will be in conflict with the world. So if you have been blackmailed, if you have been called names because of Jesus, happy are you. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel, don't feel cast down. Don't feel perplexed. Don't, don't feel forsaken. Don't feel abandoned. You are just at the heart of the will of God. For thereunto every believer has been called to stand preaching the gospel like this. Stand for the truth. Stay for the word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to continue this, this, this teaching. By the grace of God in our next class. Please don't miss it. The lesson to take home tonight, and I'll say this on every, in every of our classes, is this. Though we are not right now in the, in the times or in the region, or rather, though we are not in the generation of those who have suffered heavy penalty, but let us remember the sacrifices they made. And defend the gospel we all find ourselves. Let us pray always for those who are in the front lines, those who are in, in, in far in, in China, in Niger, in Sudan, who are believers in China, in Russia, in Burma, in Indonesia, in Malaysia, who are being hounded every day because of Christ. Some they'll tell them, renounce Christ, I will kill you. Does it kill us? There are people like that today in the world. Let's pray that God will strengthen them. Even in northern Nigeria today. And lastly, even though today we're not persecuted, it's only a matter of time. It will get vehement. But let us stand in the heat of it. Let me close down this scripture. Galatians 2. Galatians 2. Verse 5 and 6. God is counting on you. The days are over when, when, when you practice psychedelic Christianity. These are the days of strong people in God. For they that know that God in the end times shall be strong and do exploit. God wants you strong. Galatians 2 verse 5. To whom we gave place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. Do you know that some people lay down their life that the truth of the gospel might come to you? They didn't live in hypocrisy. They didn't live, you know, in 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 carnal practice, just like Paul covering Peter when 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 some when some folks came from James Jerusalem. When Peter saw them, he began to do like an hypocrite. He began to misbehave. And Paul says, no, if I allow this to go through, people will think that this is how to be Christians. I will stand for the truth. Peter, you are wrong. There are times you will call you out that they are wrong so that the truth of the world might continue. Can God count on you for his truth to continue? Can God count on you for his truth to continue in your office? Can it count on you for his truth to continue in your place of work? Can it count on you for to, to, to continue even in your church? Can God count on you for his truth to continue in your family? Can God even count on you for his truth to continue in you? God bless you tonight. Christian suffering 
for the sake of Christ. For they that will live godly in this world will suffer. Living like Jesus will put you to heaven and culture with the world. But if you can stand your ground in faith and in truth, the Lord will cause you to prevail. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. Let's pray. Thank you for the revelation of your word today as we study the word. Lord, like the church in Thessalonians that Paul was, was worried about, was longing for, Lord, ultimately he rejoiced because their faith was strong. I pray, O oh God, that our faith shall be strong, like the faith of the church of the Thessalonians. That every trial, every test that it will bring our way, we'll be able to overcome according to your word in our hearts. We will stand for you, Lord, in our place of work. We will not be ashamed, Lord, to defend the gospel. Lord, our lives shall speak for you. Our lives shall become an epistle. Lord, when men are saying there's a casting down, we will declare there's a lifting up of the word in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, because we voluntarily suffer for your sake, O oh God. We defend the word. We defend the truth of love by walking in love. We defend the truth of righteousness by walking in righteousness. We defend the truth of salvation by preaching salvation. Lord, we're not found wanting in any aspect of your word. Give us strength as a church to be patterned according to your image. From glory to glory. From faith to faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God tonight. The Lord bless you. Thank you for listening tonight. I know you've been blessed just like I've been blessed. Uh, I want you to stay strong and um, have a blessed evening. We will meet again on Saturday by the grace of God. Uh, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Am I correct? Yeah. For our prayer meeting. And on Sunday we will meet 9 a.m. for our Sunday um, fellowship together. And then Tuesday again we will meet um, as usual for the continuation of our Bible study. Praise God. I, 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 I wish we could meet tomorrow again and continue this talk. That's how I feel in my spirit. But you see, we have times of Bible studies. You see, this is the beauty uh, of studying the Bible. We can actually do this every day, can't we? Yeah, we can. And we won't be tired. We won't be exhausted. We'll just keep doing it over and over again. Seeing God's will, God's man. But thank God how the Lord knows and we'll continue in this path in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. And God bless you all. Um, and have a blessed night, rest. See you on Saturday for the Bible for prayer meeting. Amen. Good night. God bless you all. Amen.